there, it's Toby, and before you get started on this episode, I wanted to tell you about our sponsor, Retro Pop Relics. Retro Pop Relics has been creating some of the coolest 3D printed giant video game cartridges. If you visit RetroPopRelics.com, you can see a bunch of the cartridges that are already available. You can get Super Smash Brothers, Paper Mario, Super Mario World, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, and even Green. These are perfect decorations for your game room. So again, go check out RetroPopRelics.com. And if you use the promo code Genie at checkout, you'll get 10% off RetroPopRelics.com. Enjoy the show. BadSecretMedia.com Welcome to the Secret Levels Podcast. On this week's episode, we have a little bit of a cutscene for you. And it's time to double the power, double the dragon. Oh, yeah, this is going to be a good one, folks. You're going to love this. Let's have some fun. I'm viewer number one, Toby Lee. My whole life just flashed before my eyes. Dude. I sleep a lot. And I'm pure number two. Bobo goobs. Here comes another airplane. No more spinach. A bobo. Is that French? This is usually a retro video game podcast, but we are at the cutscene, so don't press X. Don't skip it. Please don't. We're going to actually be reviewing a video game movie. A movie based on a video game property. And a lot of people have been requesting for this one. <laughs> a lot of people. Now, I think it has to do with like how we usually rage on the regular show. Uh, I think that they, they believe that's what's going to happen on this, is that we're going to rage out. We're doing a whole quest trying to find that good video game movie. Could this be it? Who knows? Stay tuned to the end. Find <laughs> out. Yes, we're going to keep with our normal format. We're still going to go over the, the story. We're going to break this movie, this film down. And talk about every bit of it, and then we're going to have some fun facts, and then we're going to rate it at the end. Sadly, no rage meter. Yeah, no. We We still get a little ragey. We can get a little ragey. (laughs) Uh, Goobs, do you want to tell the lovely listeners who already know what this is because they downloaded it, they clicked the download button, but what movie, video game movie, are we talking about today? We're talking about the 1994 classic sci-fi movie. That's what they're dubbing it as. Double Dragon. Nice. Uh, let's uh, let's let's do some details first. How about that? Yeah, let's jump right into the deets. Dragon style. All right. So this movie was directed by James Nixon, but his real name is like James Yukich. I don't know how to say it. I just I I think that's funny right off the bat. Because he didn't want to use his real name on this movie. <laughs> yeah, not many people would. Uh, now, the story was written by Paul Dini and Neil Sh- Shusterman. Now, 
Paul Dini. Well, this is why you want me to read the cast, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Paul Dini, if, if you know who that is, that's one of the... Uh, he's one of the writers and producers of the Batman animated series. The, the oh, one okay. we would have grown up with. So Paul, Hell yeah. Paul Dini usually doesn't let us down. <laughs> usually. But I don't... I he don't, might not let us down. We'll, Depends. We'll, we'll see. Um, Goobs, you want to hit us with who this... Uh, Movie stars, exactly? Well, yeah. Time for me to fuck some names up here, Toby style. <laughs> so we got Mark Dukakis as Jimmy Lee, Scott Wolf as Billy Lee, Alyssa Milano as Marion Delario. Delario. Yeah, I don't know Where how to say fuck? it. She's the power corpse leader. Yeah, power corpse. Power with corpse. her angsty blonde hair. <laughs> Robert Patrick, of course, as Kogu Shukio. Julia Nickerson. As uh, Satori, which is like the leader, like helping the boys out. Christina Lager, I uh, won't even go through who the rest of the people yeah. are. Like, what I'll, I'll say names, but we got Niles Allen Stewart. Actually, I'll say his. He's he's a Bobo. <laughs> gotta love a Bobo. You gotta love a Bobo. Yeah, Leah Russell, Vanna White's in this fucking movie. Uh, we got a legend here, Michael Berriam. He's been in a ton of horror movies and everything like that. Absolutely great. You got the the one and only Andy Dick. <laughs> Which was shocking when I saw him. I was like, what? I forgot about this. Yeah, and there's a whole bunch of other people, too. That Those are like the ones that are in the movie, mostly. And yes. there's a whole bunch of little supporting characters, because there's a bunch of gangs and shit in this movie. Right. Um. So this movie was produced by Imperial, Imperial Entertainment Group. And it was released November 4th, 1994. This film is 95 minutes long, goobs. Nice, easy watch. <laughs> yes, yes it is. Yeah, I've watched it three times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I have to admit something here. We had this movie on DVD growing up, and I watched the shit out of it with my brothers. I used to watch it all the time. Oh, so you're well-versed in this movie. Very, I've, I've seen it once before. Now I've seen this movie four times in my life. I've probably <laughs> seen this movie two dozen times or more in my lifetime. So, uh, yeah. Uh, there's some nostalgia. If anyone wants to check it out before uh, you listen to this, you can go uh, on the Tubi app. T-U-B-I. Not a sponsor. Nope. But this movie is on there because that's where all good, bad movies go to die. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Honestly, if you want to watch that movie and then come back to the review, just pause it right here because this is the perfect spot before we spoil the shit out of everything. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think people are really going to care. <laughs> all right. We are going to break this down and uh, we're going to uh, jump into the movie play. <laughs> Yeah, let's jump. No, let's jump right into the screen. It's screen time. All right. So, are you ready? Are you ready, Goobs, to start? The oh, I'm ready, buddy. You I'm got you got your your half of the dragon medallion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> you ready? Let's click them together, bud. Where'd my clothes go? <laughs> We're just both naked now. <laughs> <laughs> What's that in my butt? Oh, that's the double dragon. The double-ended dragon. <laughs> it's it's a double-sided dragon dildo. <laughs> I got the blue end. I got the red end. Oh, no! Okay, so I just wrote... Like Ken. 
I have written down a ton of notes, and we've done this before with uh, Mortal Kombat. We've done this with uh, Silent Hill, Street Fighter. We are gonna we're gonna analyze this. Like I went again. I told you I loved this movie growing up. I went in analyzing everything. Okay, so the movie starts with a legend of a king who made a medallion that would be split into two. Each half had power over mind, and the other was control over the body. So then the movie starts somewhere in China. Before we start, which side would you rather have? Hmm. I mean, both sound really rapey. <laughs> like if you have control over the mind it's like okay well now we're gonna have sex and if you have control over their body okay well you know hey stepsister you know just... you stuck in a dryer again <laughs> yeah just both of it seems really like scary of a power for anyone not pure of heart to enemy have. immortal to have yeah yeah um but I, I would say mind because then i'd be like you want to give me your money or something you know, I guess I'd be. See, I'm no, a, I'm an evil I, villain. I would use the mind, but I wouldn't use it for evil like you, you, you evil bastard. I just I just don't want to work. <laughs> no, I'd use it to be like you go to rich people and like make them donate a bunch of money to charity and shit. Yeah, rich people donating to Toby, <laughs> the poor. <laughs> Uh, okay, so this movie starts in China uh, with ninja-like people in wearing black invading a village. This is the first thing I notice is they speak... Yeah, there's a bunch of monks there. Yeah, they speak perfect English in this village in China. Well, the monks don't because they cut their tongues out. Yeah, but everyone else is talking perfect English. And I was yeah, because like, they're from America. Ah, ninjas from America. Okay, whatever. Whatever. So... Uh, they Double fig- dragons live in America. <laughs> right. And ninjas. Okay. Power Rangers. Okay. For the most part. Okay. Okay. You got me. The Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I. You know. Whatever. Uh, so they figure out that the cave in the village has one of the medallion pieces in it. The main person you've followed so far goes uh, back to a high-tech satellite thing to make a call. Oh, man. And yeah, the whip lady. Yes. She's the whip lady from Double Dragon is a character in this movie. Yes. <laughs> I like the reveal. Like it's it's it like kind of like shows that her. Uh next it cuts to uh a city that says New Angeles 2007 after the <laughs> after the big quake. So the whole like movie has this like post-apocalyptic like vibe to it. They're like acid rain and shit. They tell you to bring out your umbrellas because it's raining black rain. Yeah, and like you have to have smog machines, the smog fans to blow the smog away, or there's oxygen machines. There's one point in the movie later on where the guys like, "Hey man, stop hogging the oxygen machine." Yeah, it's like a phone booth. And he's like, "I just got here, man. Screw up." <laughs> just showing how like. <laughs> terrible this future is i love that it was 2007 i love when the like movies from the 90s and 80s like we've have passed done times that we've already passed <laughs> <laughs> uh so it cuts uh to the narrator who we find out is the main villain who sent this chick to the village to get the medallion he's giving a monologue to the people the about- <laughs> he's Did giving you let her whip you toby i mean yeah yeah she looks very like typical '90s woman, though. 
Did you know? Like, I mean, everyone <laughs> looks very typical '90s, but like, that's your typical like quote hottie. So yes, yes, yeah. I, I would let her whip me. Is what, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> She's good with that whip, man. She chokes the guy out with it. Yeah. So he's given this monologue, uh, which is weird because he's given the monologue, but he's already sent her to get it. Like, wouldn't you tell her all this before? Yeah, let her know that there's two halves of the yeah, fucking why, thing. Why is he explaining it now? Uh, and then they give us some uh, <laughs> some backstory to fill in like what the fuck's going on. He explains that the quake was seven years ago, and he talks about the aftershock. When and- he came... To, uh- the town that's when the earthquake happened or something yes uh i i didn't understand that like i didn't understand why it was because of him like he doesn't Maybe have he's like a sentient being who's been around for years or something and then came back or they don't really tell us <laughs> you, you know what i have this note right here because this is always funny to me in older movies he's smoking a, a cigarette or a cigar or something and that's how you know he's the bad guy because only bad guys smoke in, in older... But he's like, smoking like a fucking a Corilla DeVille cigar or cigarette. It has yeah. like a special little fancy thing on it. It's like, <laughs> oh, Mr. Fancy Boy. <laughs> but that's how you know it's a bad guy. Like, bad guys smoke in old, like, like not kids movies per se, but like... Kids movies. Just like the giant. The giant smoked cigarettes in WCW. Yes, yes, he did. He used to smoke cigars and stuff, too. Bad guy. <laughs> bad guy. <laughs> uh, so... He opens the box uh, that's sitting on the desk to reveal that he's got one half of the medallion, but he he can still use its power, and... Hey, turns into Paper Mario. <laughs> yes, he does. You know when Mario goes, like, uh, flat? Yeah. That's what he turns into. He goes all gray and, like, just goes, like, to a, like a piece of paper, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, which doesn't make... I don't know. Anyways, so all of a sudden we get this cut to uh, our heroes, Jimmy and Billy, and they're in a weird tag team martial arts tournament fight. Yeah, in the underground, the fight pit. (laughs) It's pit fighter. (laughs) Yeah, it pretty much is. With tag team rules. Uh, There's Aftershock happening, and you got this little little person or someone that's like jacking up the the jack so it'll... Yeah, look at Aftershock happens. This guy's just like feverishly jacking it and i mean that in like the non-dirty sense to raise the roof back up so it doesn't collapse and, and we mean raise the roof in, in the hip way like raise the roof <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't jacking it but he was raising the roof uh which is perfect for the 90s <laughs> so billy I, I love that in the first like five minutes of this introduction, you really like understand the characters really well because Billy uh, gets them disqualified for being silly and jumping on one of the the yeah, other give guys. Him a fucking noogie jumping on the guy's back. Yeah, so you really quick- and Jimmy had the fight won, and then Billy slapped himself in, tagged himself in, and pretty much cost them the fucking match, right? And the prize money, which they need. Yeah, because uh, they're poor, but. It's funny because you you learn real quick, like, Jimmy is the serious one and Billy's the one that likes to be fun and, like, you know. So It's pretty much like Raphael and Michelangelo. <laughs> or Raphael, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's it. That's perfect. Raphael and, and Michelangelo. So Billy sort of starts a riot and the entire building starts fighting because of this. Yeah, because uh, they lose the thing. And they, he's like, oh, yeah, it's time for a fist fight. And he starts this fucking fighting the other guys that they could have beat up but no he had to be a jackass about it right he starts giving his brother shit he's like well i was just having fun like you just cost us some serious money bud like (laughs) 
Well, and so the riot starts happening and everything, and then it cuts to a commercial for Jack City Jacks for your house <laughs> because of the aftershock. Like they they want to hit home, like how post a lot post apocalyptic this place is. Yeah, it's these two like redneck looking guys, and they're talking about Jacks. It's like. <laughs> If you uh, ain't got this, Jack, you don't know Jack. Yeah. City. (laughs) Uh, Then it shows a news report about Daylight Savings Time with an awkward newscast. And this is where Andy Dick is the weatherman, which I forgot all about. And when you see Andy Dick, I, I personally love Andy Dick, even though he's a degenerate. You know, I think he's hilarious. Uh, Maybe not a good person, but he's, he's funny. Yeah. Then, uh, yeah, Vanna White's one of the fucking news anchors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so this is where they start talking about the, the smog mask and because the air is so bad. Again, just selling post-apocalyptic world, kind of. Uh, everything is shutting down for curfew, and this is when we start hearing about these gangs coming out at night. Yeah, because uh, the, they have a deal with the cops. The cops run during the day. And the gangs come out at night and they do whatever the fuck they want, pretty much. Right. And this is where we learn that whole concept. We cut back to Jimmy and Billy and they're in the car and there's this chick just randomly with them. I love their car. It's like the fucking uh, Ghostbuster car (laughs) mixed with the the DeLorean. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like a station wagon like with a fucking giant flamethrower on top of it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I was... I remember being a kid and not realizing who that girl is that's with them. Oh, she's there during the the fight. Is she? I, I, in my yeah, wa- she's coaching them. In my wa- uh, viewing of this movie this time, I didn't notice her in that fight scene. I was just like, where the fuck did she come from? Like, she's just yeah, there. Yeah, she's standing behind them in their corner. <sighs> that's they, her sensei. Yeah, I know. but or like senpai. <laughs> but they never say her name. Like it takes a really long time for them to say her name. Cause I was like, what is her name? And I kept waiting and I could have missed it, but like, they don't say it for a it's good story. While. Story. Now, story. <laughs> uh, now there's a lot of, I think there's some corny humor in there, but I think some of it's really funny. Like, this part, Billy sees this hottie who's having car trouble, and and once he's <laughs> yeah, like, they drive past, they see a gang. He's like, oh, that's the clowns. It's pretty much like the warriors. There's all different gangs, and they all dress like goofy. There's like postmen. There's fucking like frat boys. Yeah, and other shit. It, it's funny though because uh, Billy's like, Jimmy, pull over the car, uh, and then you know they pull over. And uh, she takes off. I think she's my type. Yeah, (laughs) I think she's my type. And she pulls off the wig, and Jimmy's like, "You're right. She is your type." (laughs) (laughs) Like that's funny. I love I love the corny like '90s humor like that. So they get jumped right here, and this is where we we meet a bobo. Yeah, they had to pay what was it twenty or fifty bucks in order to get by and not have trouble. Yeah. Um. Apparently, Bobo can bench press 800 pounds. They have this like special computer in the visor for gang identification. Yeah, you just type in a gang member and it tells you everything about them. <laughs> Which makes no sense, but like it gives all the stats. I love how like fast fast line this movie is, like with all the details. Like they're like post-apocalyptic and they keep throwing it in your face, and they're like <laughs> you know, I don't know. Just this is who this guy is. Like they just let you know real quick. Bobo's truck is badass looking though. Uh, 
so Bobo tries to take the uh, the the double dragon off the the chick's neck because I didn't know the, the her name at the time when I was writing my notes, and she ends up like hitting him or something, and uh, she says, "No, don't take it." She pushes him off, and she's like, "Just go." Yeah. <laughs> so now they just decide to drive away. <laughs> and like you said, he's got this big ass truck and stuff. So now they're being- armored and has like flames on the grill. It's fucking. <laughs> it looks like a a bank truck. Yeah. So now they're being chased in this post-apocalyptic world. There's trash everywhere. So to make... Well, they need that trash, though. They need that trash because that's how they fuel their car. They have this little, like, hole in the car where they drop shit into it. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) They they speed up. And then, uh... uh, So he has a roadmap at one point. He's just like, oh, need directions? And then Billy throws it out the window and it lands on Bobo's window. Yeah. Now he can't see a Bobo sidekick. Who, who I fucking love. I thought it was Macaulay Culkin for a second, because he kind of fucking looks like him. <laughs> <laughs> you get to see the gr- best graphics ever at this moment, because he's like, don't worry, I got this. And so he puts a little, like, little camera comes out of the top of the truck, is like, the future. <laughs> he starts driving like a video game. And the, <laughs> the graphics you see on this is like, fucking DOS shit. It's like yeah. Commodore 64, it's like, worse square than P- it's P- it's worse vehicles. Than, like- PlayStation 1 uh, stuff. like It is not PlayStation 1. I mean, it's got the 3D graphic render. I don't know. It's it's really funny to think. To I, I was just watching Aliens the other day, and, and I was talking to the kid about, like, this is what they thought the future was like with the little <laughs> the blip on the where they were tracking the alien. I was like, this is... This is funny. Like, this is what they thought the future technology was going to look like, you know? It's, Same with this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just cracked me up with, like, the, the futuristic graphics here. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> but, uh, cause we're, well, I'm sure at the time it would be like, oh, man, that looks cool. Like, yeah. I wish I could have that in my vehicle. Now we're just like, huh? I don't know about that. Yeah, so they end up chasing them around and uh, going all over the place and, Bobo keeps uh, smashing into them. They're going through like a little tunnel, an expressway, I guess you would say, or underpass. I don't know. We don't really have these long tunnels up here in Canada. But uh, they need some more fuel. So luckily, Billy has a cheese can with him. <laughs> yeah, an aerosol cheese can. And he drops it into the fuel thing and it gives them a huge boost. And uh, they end up going too fast and they crash their car. And the, uh, the one part before that, sorry, uh, where they're trying to hide, like, or they're trying to hide afterwards, they're trying to pull off down an alleyway or whatever to get away from a Bobo, your car has a giant 12-foot fucking flame coming out of the back of it. <laughs> it's kind of, like, hard to not notice that. Yeah. Uh, so the bad guys accidentally crash trying to follow them into this alley. Um, yeah, they get stuck because the, the truck's too big for the little alleyway. Yeah. A Bobo breaks out of the the truck and uh, he comes to beat up the twins. But this is where we get to meet the Freedom Fighters or whatever they're the Power Core. The Power Core. Power Core. Uh, and they just start kind of showing up from on top of the buildings and from the shadows. And uh, yeah, some of them have like spray painted jackets that matches the walls, but they totally weren't there before. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they were just like, standing around and, and, and like didn't flinch when a fucking car crashed. The car and, almost killed six of them. <laughs> fuck. Uh, yeah, so it's funny because like Billy and Jimmy think they're all cocky and and they think they they scare them off and. Bobo and his henchmen turn around and 
run away. Let's get but out of they, here. They realize that there's like fucking thirty people with them. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, Marion is the leader uh, of this group. Which Marion is the uh, girlfriend that they're saving in the video games. So okay, they've kind of gave her, you know, some. She's actually not the damsel in distress in this. Which was, no, she's uh, very she's, much a. She's a bad bitch, like you know. Yeah, she's fuck yeah. Running a whole fucking a strong female character. Which yeah, is great. Which it's really shocking to see in a in a nineties uh, video game adaptation because you know this is like video games are for boys. So yeah, that's kind of I I kind of forgot about all this. So she goes and takes the GPS thing that Abobo drops and is. Uh, it's supposed to tell them where all the gangs are, or somehow they're going to be able to figure out where all the gangs are because of this that GPS thing that yep. he dropped. And um, you find out that Billy and Jimmy are, are pretty friendly with her, and she's she's like, why don't you join our group? And they don't. So Well, know. Billy kind of wanted to, and Jimmy's like, no. Because Jimmy's a serious one. Right. And Billy just wants to tap that ass. Tap? Well, I mean... Who's the actress? <laughs> Alyssa Milano. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you blame him? <laughs> uh, so. I can't believe she was in this movie. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, so at this point in the movie, I still hadn't heard them say the the chick that's with them that has the medallion. I, I still hadn't heard them say. Satori. Satori. I had, they still hadn't said it. Uh, so they get back to the theater. One of the brothers off screen says. <laughs> Don't you think it's time to tell us about the dragon? So they're already like really like fast tracking, like telling us the story of like these medallions. Like they weren't curious about it or anything until, you know, they how old do you think they are in this movie? They're supposed to be. I would say like 25. Yeah, some 20 or early early 20s. Mid 20s. Yeah. So like I don't know how long they've known this chick or, or or how she's like involved necessarily in their life, but you'd be like, you know, hey. Well, it seems like a while. It sounded like she raised them. Yeah, it does sound like it, but she and looks, she's not even that old. No, she looks like she's the same age as them. That was the other thing. I was like, what? That doesn't make any sense. I guess we're not watching this movie for things making sense. <laughs> no, no, not at all. But they had to fast track the story. I get it. But they only asked because Abobo tried to take the damn medallion five minutes ago. And they didn't know what it was exactly, so she tells. Well, he just wanted because he thought it was a thing of uh, uh, value. He didn't know what the fuck it was. Right, right. Bobo was an idiot with a giant mohawk, <laughs> part of the mohawk gang. <laughs> so she tells the story of how she got it and uh, how she hid one half and she kept the other. Uh, she gives it to Billy, and a Bobo ends up. Oh yeah, because her father dug it up in a dig site and he he perished. Yeah. So she. Hid the medallions. She thought they were going to be safe. Right. So Abobo ends up all of a sudden with that main villain that we see at the at the beginning of the movie. Apparently he knows he missed out on the medallion and Abobo didn't know what it was. Like, so Abobo was just like, oh yeah, these two random kids, they had this weird medallion. Like, how, how the fuck does any of that get reported back to, to <laughs> whatever, I forget what his name is. Uh, Akoga. Akoga, yeah. How did do, how does that specifically go and how fast Kogashuko. He 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 goes he fucks up and then goes right straight to him and be like, Hey boss, I fucked up and they had this cool medallion thing. Like I don't know. Anyways, the story well, is a boom was a fucking idiot. <laughs> sure. They 
It was I'm surprised in, he even remember that didn't mention that. It's it's it was in the script. That's why he told <laughs> told on himself. <laughs> uh, so, well, I think he show he sees the medallion. He's like, oh, they had something like that. Then he gets interested in it. Yeah, maybe maybe it was something like that. But what I if found not, that's a better way to do it. <laughs> what I found incredibly an incredible coincidence is that they happen to be in the same town as this fucking medallion like he just happened his home base happens to be where the other part of the medallion is yeah, what a quinky dink what are the chances oh uh so the the chick's name is lash we finally find out her name of course she's the the whip lady that we know and love yeah whiplash get it <laughs> Uh, he talks, uh, he tells a Bobo that he has a machine to make him stronger. And then it cuts to the TV, uh, news report again, but it shows the chick from the power core putting on a wig and her little brother is blackmailing her about telling her dad about her hair. So like you see a little news clip again and then you see it cuts to her and she's putting on a wig like she's getting ready for school or something. The news is talking about the power core and her dad is sitting at the breakfast table. They're a bunch of terrorists. They're a bunch of terrorists. And she defends them. And now you learn he's a cop. And he's like, oh, he's mad at them because they're gangs just like the rest of them. And uh, she tries to convince them that they're they're not gangs. They're they're trying to take the streets back. And uh, how the cops are trying to do his job. Yeah. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah. She's real defensive about him. And he's just like, huh. So we cut back to Jimmy and Billy. They're practicing. They're trying to do like this, like windmill kind of move. What, what, what do you? So it'd be like me and Toby holding hands, and I hold him, and he's jumping, kicking, and then he lands on the ground, and then he holds my hands, and we spin around and I kick people. I but they fail miserably. I legit feel like I tried to do this when I was a kid with one of my friends growing up. Or your brothers? <laughs> well, my brothers would have been way too young for it. So, well, then that makes it easier <laughs> well, for me. But then when I go up, like they're not going to be able to swing me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're trying. They're practicing this move, and they just can't quite get it down. They're just not in sync with each other. Like you're always messing around, Billy. You've got to be serious, Billy. You're too serious, Jimmy. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the conflict they have. <laughs> gotta have fun. No, you gotta be serious. Now we got someone banging on the door, and guess what? It's 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 the villain. Fucking Koga. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the chick. Oh yeah, and before this, uh, they they put Buddy in, into a machine. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A Bobo has gone through the machine. A Bobo already. is now in a machine and. We don't know what happened to him. We heard a lot of screaming. Yeah. Presume he's dead. Uh, so that chick apparently knows the villain. And uh, again, he goes by Koga, Sh- Koga Shuko. Um, <laughs> he demands. That's such a sick name. It is. It really is. It's it's very Koga good. Shuko. Koga Shuko. He demands for Koga the Koga Koga Shuko. Instead of Amadeus. <laughs> Anyways, go on. <laughs> so he demands for the medallion, and he reveals that he has half, and uh, she tells Jimmy and Billy to run, and they run. Yeah, yeah she put on. the medallion on uh, Billy. Yeah. So we- Billy has it around his neck at this point, and Koga Shuko sees it, and then uh, all hell breaks loose, because Koga Shuko has two henchmen with him. And what the fuck are their names? It's something stupid. Yeah, I don't remember. But we we didn't touch on how cool their little theater house is that they live in. Oh, it's Huey and Lewis. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 
Uh, but they live in this like theater, and it's just full of toys and <laughs> like it's a it's old a, theater props. Yeah, it's it's a kid's like fantasy house basically, and that's where they live. Uh, so they drop these big curtains on the baddies uh, while the chicks are fighting, uh, or well, while the chick is fighting Koga. Uh, the the bad guy is fighting with a, a cigarette in his mouth the entire time because he's a bad guy. <laughs> Just, just, yeah, he is. just to let you know, he's still the bad guy. <laughs> uh, Jimmy fights seriously while Billy is throwing basketballs and breaking gumball machines and making the guy slip on the the gumballs. And <laughs> hey, man, you want a gumball? <laughs> <laughs> and he lets them all loose, and you get <laughs> slipping all over. Very slapsticky. It is it, a little bit of like kung fu involved yeah, too. But his his fighting is still, like you said, very slapsticky. While Jimmy is just like actually throwing fists and stuff, and you know, doing some fucking parkour and shit. Yeah, while Billy's like, "Want a gumball?" or whatever he says when he <laughs> smashes it. <laughs> but then we get a Bobo. Big a Bobo. Oh, we get one really funny part, too, and it kind of goes in with later. Well, one of the, Huey or Lewis, one of the guys, they probably sing the blues at some point, but um, they fucking, uh, he puts a briefcase on his head, like, oh. traps the guy's hair in the briefcase, and, he, like, later on, he's got, like, <laughs> a ponytail. Get beat up. Yeah. Uh, later on, after they get beat up, you see him still have the fucking suitcase attached to his hair. <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> I was laughing so goddamn hard at that. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what did what did how did you feel about a Bobo when he comes walking <laughs> oh, through, God. looking like a roided up Brock Lesnar? Yeah, he's, he is exactly a roided up Brock Lesnar. He. I laughed so hard. The, the movie makeup they did on this, like, it's all practical, and I kind of fucking dig it. Like, I love, I love it. big stupid monsters, and because when we first saw a Bobo, like, I totally forgot about this shit, like, on my rewatch of it. But when he came back in, I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm like, they fucking went for it. Like, they tried. At least they tried. Yeah. Because, uh, like, when you first see a Bobo, like, oh, that guy's pretty big and scary and shit, but that's, like, not a Bobo. And now, now you get a Bobo, big fucking <laughs> massive leaky dude. He looks like he's just going to puke steroids up on you any moment. Uh, yeah. So, oh, it's fucking beautiful. I love it. So we cut back to uh, the chick, and she's still fighting the, the villain guy. And uh, they, they're talking about how she survived the archaeological dig, and he keeps calling her Lotus Flower. And uh, he then uses his part of the medallion, Oh, I noticed this. Even though they already showed like a Bobo's car stop, they have the tires screech again. Yeah, when the Bobo comes to the door, he's like, and then he kicks the door down. It's like, no, we already know he's out of the vehicle. Yeah, like it didn't make any sense. I just thought that was funny. Uh, And that's when they start chasing. Bobo starts chasing the guys around, and they. I love when they first comes in, and Billy and Jimmy look at each other like. Do like yeah. the classic like ninety shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they start throwing like bricks at him, and they just bounce off his head. Uh, and one of the bricks accidentally hits a, a gas line, which is very important. Yes, the chick sneaks up on a, Koga. Uh, yeah, on Koga. But this is where they finally say her name for the for the first time. I noticed, and we're we're probably like thirty minutes into this movie already. Maybe uh, even forty. Yeah, <laughs> she she asks for the medallion and and uh, tells the guys to escape while while cracking her knuckles. 
And this is something the boss is doing at the beginning of the movie. Not only is he smoking, he's always cracking his knuckles. Yeah, he always cracks his one hand. So she's like, give me the medallion and escape. And her voice changes. And then they're like, no. And they start fighting. Uh, They lock her up in this little cage. And then a shadow crawls out from underneath it. And then a and then Koga appears. And, and they've taken the care of a Bobo at this time. They tricked him and he fell into a net. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. So he's not really that strong at this point. He's just yeah. kind of lying there all dizzy. Yeah. Like an idiot. Uh, so Koga appears. He had possessed her and uh, he threatens to burn down the theater if they don't give him part of the double dragon. So they light the place on fire with gasoline. Yeah, he's like, oh, if you don't give it to us, then you're going to have to sacrifice her. And so they they throw gas all over the goddamn place, uh, Huey and Lewis. Yeah, with the briefcase. That's where he's got the briefcase. Yeah, he's still got attached to his head. (laughs) He's uh, dumping gas absolutely everywhere, and they keep doing cut scenes to the pipe that is leaking the gas, the natural gas. Yes. So there's gas everywhere. This whole warehouse or theater is building up with it. So they finally get her out of the cage. And they go to leave, and then Buddy suck or what the fuck's his name? I'm the one always correcting you. Koga. Koga. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Koga. They're going to leave the building. Koga pulls her back inside the building, Satori, and uh, she tries to save the boys and tries to kill him, and the boys can't get the door open, and then boom, goes boom. the dynamite. Boom goes the dynamite. That's all you uh, you see to Satori. She is now dead. Yep. Koga shadows out of there. Uh, and then... Uh, Bobo's still in there. Yeah. So don't worry. He doesn't die. No. <laughs> You'll see him again. Uh, so it cuts to a kid on a VR roller coaster uh, that that actually it kind of oh. looks like the PlayStation VR like headset. Did you notice that? It was like really similar. It was kind of cool. Not the graphics, though. No, 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 not the graphics. They look like the same that are in the car thing. No, it looked like Superman 64. <laughs> yeah. But shittier, if you can imagine that. Yeah. So the uh, the Power core leader uh, chick, that's her little brother, and she tells uh, him to tell Dad that she's gone to stay somewhere. And, you know, she's going to the Power core, obviously. Then we cut to a gang leader... With a bald head rallying all the bad gang people to find and bring the double dragon uh, to Koga. So, like, no, he, uh, that's the the maniac leader. Yeah. He he doesn't start saying that. He just, he's going off and then Koga walks in and shows. Displays his power. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He he's, it, he's, he's the, like he's like. Why should I listen to you? Why should we obey you? And Koga's like, he just turns into a shadow, and then chokes the living shit of this guy and kills him in front of everyone. And then he offers up the. That's right. Yeah. So it's like a it's like an underground like cage, and there's like three or four layers of all these like gang members like screaming and stuff. And I guess this is like the leader. I yeah, think, all the gangs were there. I think that's the guy that plays in the Hills Have Eyes, like the original one. And he he's one hundred percent is. Is it's it? Totally it was him. him. Which that you know, cool, cool. Um, but yeah. So uh, then Koga, you're right. Koga kills him, chokes him out, and declares himself the leader. And uh, he reunites all the gangs and says the the truce is off. Yeah, with the cops, do whatever you want. Just go go insane. They all cheer and. Uh, 
this is this is basically when uh, we we're getting everyone on this hunt for. This is the Warriors. A- yeah, you- like I, I told you, this is the fucking Warriors meets Power Rangers. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he sent me a message <laughs> telling me that, and I was like, "God damn, it is!" And I love the Warriors. Warriors is one of my favorite movies growing up. Yeah, it's the Warriors for kids. That's exactly what these <laughs> two guys just want to get back to normal. But yeah. but instead of like having a whole gang, it's just two dudes. But they have to fight their way through to get to where they're going. Yeah, and they have everyone coming after them. Yep. So it cuts back to the theater, which we find a Bobo under all the rubble, and the Power Corps members are helping him out. And then uh, we cut to Jimmy and Billy. I always want to say uh, Bimmy and Jimmy, just uh, Bimmy and Jimmy, <laughs> just because. <laughs> but it's <laughs> Jimmy and Billy. Uh, now they're working on their car. Something's busted in it. Uh, man, things just there's look- cheese all up in it, man. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> there's cheese all in one part, and he got mad. Uh, threw it in the water. Not the only, not the only thing I threw in the water. This part made Jimmy look such like an asshole in my mind. Yeah, yeah. Because Billy's sitting on the dock or the pier, looking at the the waterfront in front of him, the poison water, and uh, he's looking at a lunchbox that has a picture of Satori in it and a couple little trinkets. And Jimmy comes up like a fucking dickhead, grabs the lunchbox and just fucking chucks it in the water. Yeah, like. What a fucking shithead. <laughs> this this woman just died literally fucking an hour or two ago. <laughs> and he's like, forget and, her. That's the past. And Yeah, we got to move on. <laughs> we got to get revenge now. We got to take down fucking Koga. Well, and, and then they, like, they start bitching at each other about the tournament, too. And like, we got to work together. Like, that's the whole thing is like, we got to work together. We can't work together. And so now they're just like all right, we got to work together and they make up <laughs> like, it's such a weird, like really fast, like 180 from the attitude. Like if I was looking at, sure. It's a Jenny bean. If I, if I was looking at a picture of Jenny bean, you came up and chucked it in the fucking water. We're fighting. I'm yeah. knocking you the fuck out. <laughs> I get it too. Like it's, it, I don't know, but they have to progress the story. Uh, <laughs> so they try to come up with a plan, but one of the gangs, has found them and they end up fighting in this junkyard. And all Yo, types, I love this scene. All types of stereotype gang members uh, fight them at one time. Uh, There's a good nutshot scene though. One guy's standing over top of a bent pipe and Billy just steps on it so hard. And just, he's like, oh, oh, and guy goes cross eyed and falls over. Yeah. I, I love a good nutshot. I just love that, like, it's one of those classic, like, one or two people come running at them at a time while there's 400 people. Like, it's just, it's the same as the Ninja Turtles. Like, they don't just gang up on the turtles. Like, they take turns fighting them. Or, like, the putties and yeah. Power Rangers. Like. Yes. Uh, so we get, cl- there's clowns, there's mailmen, there's 70s looking guys. guys Guys on bikes. Uh, this is where we see the mailman jump off the like fucking silo that's there. Special and he, delivery. Ah, and he misses. Off and he misses the he brothers. Face first on the ground, and then the brothers look at each other and it's just like, "I never see mail move so fast." <laughs> <laughs> They're so bad. The jokes are so bad, but so great. Oh, so is so good. This mob starts chasing them, and they end up in this boathouse, and the the gang uh, tries to break in. Does someone get it, get their eye poked out or something? 
Yeah, fucking a Bobo's little buddy there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he laughs like a weasel. He's like, "I see you." He's like, "No, you don't." And he pokes him in the eye <laughs> with the broom. <laughs> then he has an eye patch on the rest of his eye. <laughs> At least with the continuity in this movie, they kind of stick with it. Yeah. So they they talk that they can't just swim out of there, and that all all these people are climbing all over this boathouse. But they're talking. Yeah, there's a motorcycle in there, so he's like. Come on, double, come on, Dragon Power, let's go. And then Billy tries to start the bike, and the bike just disintegrates. <laughs> it falls apart. <laughs> but, uh, they, yeah, but they talk that they can't swim because the water is toxic sludge, and it would kill them, right? Or give them diarrhea that would last for weeks. They find a boat, and uh, they they boat out of there. <laughs> they bust through the, the the little garage door thing. And, yeah, it's uh, like a little tiny, like, sea dew or speedboat kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and then out of nowhere, these jet ski people are coming after them. Like they like had the the foresight to be like, "Hey, they're gonna get in a boat. We need to have jet skis." I just okay. Thought- so I'm watching this right. I have yeah. a little tangent about this. Okay. And uh, have you ever been to Universal Studios, Florida? No, no, I haven't. Okay. Well, I've been there when I was a teenager, young team, and they have a thing called the the water. I don't know if they still do it now, the but they did World back thing. in the day. No, they had like a water stunt show kind of thing. Right. People on sedus and boats going around, there's fire on the water, they're jumping through buildings, just blowing up and shit. Yeah. And so in my mind, I'm like, this looks exactly like that. And then you see a fucking ferry boat come by, and it's like Hollywood Studios or like Hollywood Boat Tour or something, but it has the Universal Studios logo around it. I'm like... I'm like, do they fucking just film this at Universal Studios like on the lot? Actually, in fun facts, I've got I've got more on that, so we'll we'll talk about that when we get. Okay, to so I might have been right. Yeah, well, we'll see. Um, but yeah, there's the, the these <laughs> these little tiny um, sea dudes that these guys are on start shooting giant fucking rockets out at Billy and Jimmy. <laughs> the they have multiple rockets. How do they, these rockets fit into these fucking sea dudes? <laughs> and they're giant. They're yeah. massive. They end up catching the water, the whole river on fire. So, uh, the the guys, the only way to escape this is they have to crash the boat into New Angeles sign, which is underwater. They they show a big, uh, sh- like, panned out view of everything underwater, just to, you know, hit home that this is post apocalyptic world. Uh, the once the the boat blows up, uh, the jet ski guy reports back, you know, that they're. That the, they eliminated them and that they need to find the, the medallion, like, to search the water. But then it reveals that the brothers are in the water. And now they say if you drink it that you'll get diarrhea in a week, like you said, or your hair will fall out. But They start spitting the water out. <laughs> yeah. Um, they make more jokes and quips instead of getting out of the water. Which... I was so confused because they just got through saying, this water will kill you. They, that's why they couldn't swim out, but now they're swimming. Like, they just went ahead and threw that continuity out. They're like, eh. Well, that's what the government was telling them, so maybe the government's lying. Oh. Conspiracy. Conspiracy. Um, so we see a news report about the gangs uh, to help move the story along and explain explain the, the gang truce that they have. They interview the police, the, the father character, and he doesn't have any info. Now we're back to... What's the goddamn villain's name in it? Koga. Koga. He's pissed because they have they haven't found the medallion in the river. They've been searching it and they haven't found it. But now we see the police officer dad guy. Did they ever say his name? Uh, no. I don't think I so. I can find it though. He he gets a phone call 
but it doesn't tell us anything. And then it cuts like there's a lot of cuts right here. It's just like, okay, he gets this phone call. Then we see uh, Jimmy and uh, Bill. Chief Delario. That's, that's Delario. That's right. They don't ever say Delario, it's yeah. Yeah, that's her last name. Jimmy and Billy talk about going to the Power Corps because they can't trust the cops, but they need help. They agree to getting help from the Power Corps. Then it cuts to the Power Corps and the chick friend leader uh, feeding a bobo with a funnel. One of my favorite scenes where he's just <laughs> farting and he's eating. <laughs> no <Spinach>. more. <laughs> no more spinach. <laughs> He's just a mess, and he's farting and bubbling and gurgling. It's so funny to me. I don't know why. That was one of the the scenes. He's such a powerful guy, but he's just like <laughs> subdued by these young kids. <laughs> no more spinach. <laughs> uh, but she's interrogating him, and when he doesn't talk, she feeds him more, <laughs> which is fucking great. So Jimmy and Billy are, are looking for the power core. They find the entrance and say, it says to use the other door. He didn't want to listen to his brother, man. No. He's a silly one, so he's just like, okay, let's go in here. And it was a trap the whole time. <laughs> it drops up in this roller coaster thing, and like they go through it all, and when they get dumped out, the, the power core is ready to fight. Like It's just a bunch of them surrounding. Now, this place looks like a fun place to hang out. This reminds me of, like, the same place in the Ninja Turtle movie. Yes, where the Foot Clan chills. <laughs> yes, but this is, like, the good guy version of it. Yeah. <laughs> they even have green uh, slime water. Yeah. She, and which, of course, she makes the joke of, like, why didn't you just use the stairs? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they explain that, in my notes, I wrote Koopa instead of Koga. <laughs> I don't know why. The, it kind of looks like Koopa. Yeah. Uh, so they explain that uh, Koga is trying to get the double dragon. She wants proof that the medallion is magical. And then she mocks them. But she ultimately ends up letting them join. Then it cuts back to, I guess, like Koga's building. And it's got the Power Core kids uh, running around the building and skateboarding and rollerblading. And, you know. Yeah, cause they, they have to go attack now because they think the Billy and Jimmy are dead. Yes. So they have the... So- they have the upper hand. We have the advantage. Yeah. Uh, they use these kids as the distraction to sneak in, which that's the most <laughs> 90s way of like distracting someone is with skater yeah, skateboarding bones. and rollerblading. <laughs> so the girl hacked that device that she got from uh, a bobo. Oh, no. Gratuitous ass shot alert. Oh, yep. Yep. This is where we, we get <laughs> They're some. going to get into the building and uh, Melissa Milano character... Freaking Marion is the first one to go into the vent, and she's <laughs> bent right over. Like there's like a freaking five second shot of just her ass, and then it zooms in on the brothers, and they're just and they're staring like at fighting each other. over each other. Well, they're they, just staring at they, it. They, 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 they give each other that look of like I'm going in, yeah. and then they start fighting over like who's gonna go in first. <laughs> they just want to be behind that ass. I don't blame them. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Uh, anyways, she uh, had hacked that device that she got from a Bobo and explains uh, she made it look like one gang is getting more of something and that'll start. They'll, all the gangs are going to start fighting with each other because one thinks they're getting more of, of whatever. Yeah, that's her uh, plan to just get rid of the whole gang issue. Yeah, so now that's that's their easy way of... By them all killing each other. Yeah, so. <laughs> it, it's it's an easy way to ride off the gang so they don't have to like go back to them, you know? So they're sneaking through the vents. They hear her dad talking to Koga about the gangs. They see the medallion 
on the desk of of Koga. For some reason, Billy has some fishing string, and uh, well, they, never leave home without it, bud. I guess so. But just like Boondock says, always bring rope. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need fucking rope for? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Touche. You got me there. And they're in the vent, so that makes sense. Oh, anytime you go into a vent, make sure you have fishing Maybe string Boondock or rope. Maybe got that idea from Double Dragon. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, but yeah, so they try to fish up the medallion. Do they have like a earring or something? Is that what they're trying to hook? Well, they on? steal a, a pin off of uh, her jacket. Oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. Koga is trying to to bribe the police chief, and uh, he turns it down and tells him he wants them to go back to the agreement of gangs at night. But we have an issue. While they're fishing for the medallion, Lash, the whip lady, <laughs> whiplash, sees that they were trying to get the medallion. Like, But she looks like a fucking cat. You know how like a cat like looks at shit and they're like... Like a bird, yeah, they and slowly they slowly like walk up to it. Like she could have said like easily, like, "Hey, what the what's fuck that is going happening on there?" Here? Yeah, like no, but she... no, she's she watches it for three minutes <laughs> while they're trying to still steal this thing, and then she slowly goes over and grabs a samurai uh, weapon. It's like a big spear thing with a huge giant blade on the end of it. Yeah. And she slowly walks up underneath. No one in the vent sees what's going on down below. <laughs> yeah. like It's like they don't see each other, but they're going to see each other very shortly because <laughs> she jams the fucking blade right up through the vent, which is just made of plastic. I don't know how it's holding them up, but... Yeah, that little hole caused the whole vent to come crashing down, and the dad sees the daughter, and Koga's pissed that they aren't dead, and they chase after him, and... They end up falling down a uh, elevator shaft to the place where uh, Boba or Bobo was made yeah. with all the cadavers. <laughs> yeah, so Koga uses his shadow power to get down into the the shaft, and uh, it's it's like a morgue kind of thing, and and it's for these experiments, like you said. Uh, the <laughs> Lash and the the chief are fighting in that in that room. Um, while we cut to Jimmy and Billy and, and uh, what is her name? <laughs> Melissa Milano. Marion. Marion. Uh, they find all these uh, bodies that are like in suspended animation or whatever. <laughs> Billy just starts poking and slapping them in the faces and shit. Like, come on, have some respect for the dead, man. Yeah, but he's the silly one, you know. One of the bodies stands up and is like this huge tall basket play, basketball player mutant guy and he cracks his knuckles and obviously it's it's Koga in in the body. He says something. I don't he I don't remember what he says, but he has something witty to say and then it cuts back to the dad and uh he's pushes a shelf on top of Lash and he escapes. It's just going he back. He have killed her. He pushed a giant shelf on top of her. Yeah. Do we see her it's like again? A huge statue. No, we don't. No, see no, her we do. Again. We do. We do see her. Oh, do we? Yeah. yeah I yeah, thought yeah. she was dead. No, we do see her again. He didn't kill her. <laughs> so Jimmy, Billy, and the chick, uh, they start fighting this giant dude. They squish him under this like big heavy door thing. Yeah, it's like a. Oh, I work at a ship and receiving job, so the, the loading dock, we have those <laughs> those big doors. So after I watch this, I'm like, yeah, you can totally smush a giant basketball player under that. <laughs> well, fucking Frankenstein basketball player. <laughs> uh, yeah, so when, it's cool. It's actually a pretty cool effect. When he gets squished, the shadow uh, is the only thing left standing. And uh, there's a big fan behind this door thing, and they turn it on. 
and it sucks him into this giant fan. But then it also starts sucking them both. Yes. Yes. But not Marion, though. Because <laughs> I guess she's five feet further away from the fan. <laughs> you you do not know how fans work, Goobs. They only <laughs> pull Are they in. Just like magnets? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, anyways, they get it to stop, and uh, the shadow comes out of the fan and uh, jumps into another body. Uh, this one, oh, this is the one that looks like the the Frankenstein thing. He's got like a steel head and steel arms and stuff like that. You remind me of uh, the drill head from Puppet Master. Ah, see, I've never seen Puppet Master. Oh, you gotta watch Puppet Master, bro. Uh, it's on my list now. They they end up hitting something that's like gonna cause like a meltdown or something in this building. Oh, there was one guy too that looked like fucking Freddy Krueger. Was there? I don't. Like these are all different characters from the game. There's a guy with like claws and shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. Is is that not the same guy with the metal head? Mm-mm. Does he? How many different. bodies? He jumps into a couple of different bodies, doesn't he? Well, you know, this one doesn't come to life. It just kind of. Oh yeah, there. he's laying on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Jimmy gets left with uh, Koga as they're trying to escape, and he's in this body while the this giant. It's another one. It's that same giant door. It's closing. It it almost looks like he squeezes the life out of uh, Jimmy. Yeah, Marion and uh, Billy make it inside there, and then Jimmy's left on the outside. Right. So Jimmy's with Koga, and and now they're they're they, they're separate they, now. They're separated. So we get another news report on Channel sixty nine mm-hmm. about gangs breaking the truce and rioting. That's some fucking dank memes. <laughs> Uh, so it, it, they use this news crew to progress the story. You know, it's uh, the truce, the riots, whatever. It cuts to the the chief and the cops, and he's giving a speech to his guys. He says that they have to go out there because his daughter is doing their job. So now he's completely on their side, and he doesn't think they're terrorists anymore. <laughs> I yeah, love, but no one is having his shit. They're all like kind of looked down when he's announcing like. Okay, let's get out there, boys, and they all just kind of push it aside for the most part. Yeah. So he walks out by himself. Yeah. What happens after that? He jumps into a car and then drives off. Yeah, yeah. That's And then it cuts to uh, Jimmy and Koga, and Koga is making a deal Jimmy won't accept. And then he reveals that he will kill Jimmy like he killed his father. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, ho, ho. and he was there when they found the medallion. That's how he knows about the medallion. Jimmy appears to be getting loose from the ropes that he's tied up with. So is Satori, or do they all have the same dad? I see. That's that's what I didn't know. Like if that was her sister or like I can see Jimmy and Satori like being siblings. But then what about Billy? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Billy doesn't. He's he's the stepbrother or something. But yeah, they they kind of they show that like Jimmy was getting the ropes loosened up, and then it cuts to Billy, and he's trying to unlock the power of the medallion with the chick, and uh, she's trying to help him because now she believes him. She saw the the shadow power that Koga has, so now she believes him, and he has some self doubt, and she reassures him that he can do it, and they're they're about to kiss. They were. And then the gangs break in to the power. Yeah, because they're back in their layer now. They're back where the power force, power core are. 
Yeah. And then a whole bunch of fucking fighting happens. It's yep. action hour. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Lash is fighting. Uh, this is where we see Lash again. She's fighting a bunch of people. She's actually got her whip, and she's whipping people. Uh, there's l- lots of little fights happening everywhere. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun little fight scenes. It's great. Yeah. Uh, Lash is fighting our chick, the good girl. I can't remember. Uh, Marion. I don't know why I can't remember their names. She's fighting Marion, and she cuts her whip and knocks her out. <laughs> she, like, whips at her, and it, like, wraps around something, and she ends up cutting yeah, it, like, bolt cutters. Yeah, she has bolt, bolt cutters. cutters just out of nowhere. <laughs> just like, snip. Yeah. Okay, so then we cut to a Bobo in his cell, and I think this is the first time he actually sees himself. He looks into the mirror, and he sees how, like, Disformed. Freak as he is. Yeah, and he gives out this really s- weird cry. <laughs> he ends up like raging out, and then it cuts back to the chick tying up Lash, and lots of fights are still going on. Uh, Billy is fighting two guys when Jimmy comes out of nowhere and beats them up, and Billy tries to do their little. He's like, "Yeah, Jimmy." Yeah, they they have this little like. Uh, handshake that they do like where one they it's with both hands one's a fist and one's like uh, an open palm and the other one does it the opposite way and they like like fist bump their palm and and like that's their little it's like when you're awkwardly going like to high five someone and they go to props you and you just end up grabbing their hand with your high five hand (laughs) (laughs) yeah but they do it with both hands uh anyways he tries to like celebrate that he's he he you know broke free he you know we we saw that teaser of the ropes getting untied and all of a sudden, Jimmy punches him in the freaking face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then that's when he does the the knuckle crack. And you know what? We realize that it's the bad so guy. So if you've ever seen your brother crack his knuckles, just punch him right in the face. Yeah. You know it's he's it's a, Koga coming after you. He's a shadow boss. <laughs> uh, Jimmy starts uh, beating up Billy. Uh, now, this is where there was a double dragon arcade machine behind them. And Hell yeah, there is. all the rest of the arcade machines were painted over except that one. I thought that was funny. <laughs> uh, so Billy, uh, I guess, you know, they fight for a minute, him and, and Shadow Jimmy. Uh, he ends up getting mad and he throws the medallion. Like, he gets pissed off and he's like, you want the medallion? And he throws it. comes it. right back to him. Yeah. And the... Uh, he's got the power, yo. Yeah. Uh, the energy starts pulsing through his body and then... Jimmy kicks him through a wall, but Billy is... He's okay. He's okay. He's unharmed completely. Got kicked the power through. of the body. Yeah. Uh, somehow he unlocked the power of the medallion, and Koga knows that and says he'll kill Jimmy if he doesn't give him the medallion. Uh, Billy then beats up Jimmy and knocks the medallion out of his hand, and then we get Jimmy back. Like, he's he's not under control of Koga. But Koga has both parts of the medallion now somehow. And uh, all the lights go out as he's putting it together in the entire city. Like, it shows the city, and it's just starting to go dark. Blacks out. And Koga splits himself into two, like, monsters with swords. Lucha Libre wrestlers. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And they all four fight. So the entire gang, all these gangs and the Power Corps are just watching these four fight. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, they could uh, easily, like, helped out either side, but no. Oh, shit, this shit's epic, man. Don't fucking... They're standing <laughs> side by side, like, everyone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so a Bobo comes stomping in and tells the chick that, Goga hates the lights! 
Uh, and as they continue the fight, she goes to try to start the generator. Uh, now, they showed the power dim in this building earlier uh, in this hideout, and someone was starting the generator. Yeah. Foreshadowing. And I didn't realize it at the time, and I was like, ah, that's why they showed that fucking generator there. So uh, Jimmy and Billy, are they're fighting and uh, getting the upper hand when the lights come back on. They they get the lights going, and like they start whooping the two Shadow Koga's ass. Yeah, and they do the fucking the fancy kicks they they couldn't do before. <laughs> yeah, now they can do it all of a sudden because they're working together. <laughs> Which is such a corny like trope to use. Like, oh, we it's couldn't do this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which uh this when they kick them, they they make them end up they kick them back together somehow, and uh Billy and Jimmy end up getting the double dragon pieces. And, one uh, each. One each, and they they go back to snap them together. And w- what's he say? He's like, "Oh sh!" Like he's about to cuss. <laughs> what well, they they interrupt him though? What do they say? You said it, or something like that. Yeah. Oh, you said it. They put the medallions together, and they get these magical, sexy, studded, studded karate outfits. Red and blue studded outfits. It's like leather studded <laughs> outfits. They both guys. It's okay. like, are you guys uh, going to shoot an SM porn or are you karate <laughs> masters? It doesn't make sense why Koga like turned into these two shadow beasts, but they get like bondage gear. <laughs> like what? Uh, and then uh, the their their sensei, whatever her name was, she appears and says, and the a death- tornado." Yeah. The destiny has been fulfilled, or some bullcrap like that. And then they beat up Koga. Yeah, they beat the shit out of him. They whoop his ass, and Jimmy ends up jumping into Koga's body. And uh, starts making him act all fucking goofy, and like, just being, he's a clown now, and everyone's laughing at Koga. This is when the chief shows up, and... Jimmy uh, is still talking for Koga and writes, he wants to, he's trying to bribe the cops, uh, but he's he's like, I don't take bribes. He's like, ah, it's a donation for $129 million. He writes a check to the police department, uh, <laughs> and then he asks to be arrested. <laughs> and then they arrest him, and then Jimmy jumps out of Koga's body. Which is funny, because Koga is like, don't you cash that check? Don't you cash that check? <laughs> Uh, but then the the co- the cops start taking back the streets. He just folds up the check and just puts it in his pocket. <laughs> yeah, the cops start taking back the streets from the gangs. Uh, now now Jimmy wants to use the double dragon to f- help fix the city, but all of a sudden Billy is now responsible and says that they aren't supposed to use to they aren't supposed to use them, but protect them. So now now Billy's the he's grown up in this hour and a half movie. <laughs> <laughs> we we we've come full circle. Everyone's learned a lesson like I learned something today <laughs> kind of thing. Um so we're at the end of the movie and a bobo walks up to them and he he wants to hang out with the guys. <laughs> and uh, oh, what what uh, what's he called them earlier in the movie? Ugly. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, uh, ugly and uh, studly. I thought it was like Butley or something. <laughs> something stupid. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Jimmy 
thinks that Billy has shadowed into a, a Bobo. And Jimmy uh, gives some permission to drive the dragon wagon, which th- I didn't know it was called the dragon wagon until then. <coughs> it wasn't until they put the fucking paint on the side. Is that what it was? Okay, it's yeah. the dragon wagon. Uh, so they all get in the car. Bobo's at the wheel and... Uh, they're like, yeah, you know, it's Billy, it's Billy. And then all of a sudden, Billy's hiding in the back seat. And he's like, what are you guys talking about? So <sighs> they scream, happy ending. Everyone stands up and cheers because this movie was fantastic, goobs. <laughs> Do you have any more comments? No, I don't. Okay. You want me to tell you some fun facts real quick? Time for fun facts with Toby. Ping! Okay, so this is James, uh, whatever his name is. This was his first time directing, and he really thought that kids would love this movie. And there's a quote that says, Our characters are like normal kids, three kids on an adventure, so we don't want to make something that kids would almost be too afraid to see. I'd like it to make it a funnier, lighthearted vein. I don't know what that means, but... uh, Now, Robert Patrick, the bad guy, Koga... Uh, has this to say. That was a movie I did that, on paper, I thought could really work. <laughs> Which is not not a good sign already. It uh, didn't really work that well. <laughs> There's some funny aspects to that character, and it was fairly liberating experience to be funny and try to be menacing at the same time. I am proud of my performance. It's a pretty extreme performance. Yeah, and I got to work with Scott Wolf, Mark... Uh, Dukakis and Alyssa Milano so he was basically like ah you know the movie looked better on paper but it was fun <laughs> this movie had a had a budget of 7.8 million dollars Jesus Christ and it, it and that's gr- like 90s money yeah it grossed uh, 4.2 worldwide so it, it did pretty good in, in the box office uh, the soundtrack featured Coolio the Farm and Crystal Waters. I don't know those other two artists. No, I know Coolio. I know Coolio. That's it. The movie has had several releases over the years on, on VHS, Laserdisc, DVD, and the most recently a Blu-ray DVD combo pack in 2019. Now, as of 2020, the Blu-ray release apparently has grossed over $1.3 million. <laughs> so, You're a buy it, aren't you? <laughs> no, I'm not. Because I already own it. (laughs) I own it on DVD. I don't own it on Blu-ray. I don't need it on Blu-ray. But I'm not sure if that one point... If I see it, I might buy it. I'm not going to lie. Really? That 1.3 million, I don't know if that's like the accumulation of all the different formats that it's made. But, you know, 1.3 is not bad to continue to make money off of a movie that's 20-some-odd years old, you know? So that boat chase scene that you were talking about earlier was filmed at the... uh, Cuyahoga River in Northeast Ohio, and they use 700 gallons of gasoline combined with 200 gallons of alcohol for the big explosion. The news, they they had this on the news the day before that they were going to do this big stunt, and they still got over 200 phone calls in over 10 minutes when the, when the explosion went off. <laughs> <laughs> um, SNK developed a fighting game. They probably poisoned game. the fucking shit out of the river, too. Probably. SNK developed a fighting game of this movie just called Double Dragon, and it was on Arcade, Neo Geo CD, and the PlayStation in 1995. This is not to be confused with Double Dragon 5, The Shadow Falls on Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis in 1994. 
It was like a different like fighting game. In the uh, final battle, Linda Lash says to uh, Marion, now who's the boss? Later, Marion tells Lash, you're lucky. Generally, I put people in the hospital. And Alyssa Milano starred in the television series, Who's the Boss? And Wagner was a regular, the, the chick that played Lash was a regular on General Hospital. So they like... Oh, that's that's a little. That's, I like that. Yeah, that's cute. That's cute that they they jabbed at each other in that way. I can't confirm this little fun fact because I didn't care to look into it any further. But uh, apparently, that Ki- the that river that they did the explosion has actually caught on fire multiple times in the past years due to the pol- pollution in that <laughs> that river. So <laughs> like, it's caught on fire several times apparently. Thanks, Double Dragon. Yeah, they probably start. Yeah, I mean, they had like, what, 700 gallons of gas or something like that? <laughs> uh, we in, didn't start the fire. <laughs> in one scene, uh, Koga uh, asks his henchmen, Huey and Lewis, any news? They say, Huey Lewis, any news? Yeah, is Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah. I said it earlier, like, in the blues, like, I, I fucked up on that one. <laughs> <laughs> On the first day of shooting, um, Mark Dukakis, while warming up, sprained his ankle, but told no one and just wrapped it up himself in his trailer. So he had a sprained ankle for the most of the movie. Damn. Unlike the game, the film takes place in a post-apocalyptic future in 2007 in Los Angeles, uh, known fictionally as New Angeles, which, you know, that's not what it is in the game. According to editor Danny Retz, the alley where the Lee brothers are about to face off with a Bobo was shot in downtown Los Angeles. It was used by junkies and other nefarious persons and had to be steam cleaned before shooting uh, could be done, said Danny. So like pimps and hookers and shit. They had to steam clean this fucking alley and then put Why trash. Why can't they just like, use a back lot somewhere? Like- yeah, yeah, you would think. No, we need this to be legit. <laughs> yeah. So clean all the cum stains out of these bricks. <laughs> Pick up those needles. Those yeah, get needles. these condoms out of here. <laughs> so Alyssa Milano and Scott Wolf actually started dating while filming this movie and uh, got engaged, but their relationship didn't last, and the couple were eventually broke up. Probably because of this movie. Probably because of this movie. <laughs> right before the Lee brothers fight the gangs in the junkyard, there's a close-up of one of the clowns, uh, gang members, reading the Lee's information. Their full names are shown as James Stewart Lee and Williams... William Broas... Broas? I don't know how to say that. Lee. Uh, James Boris Stu- or Broas? B-U-R-R-O-U-G-H. S. Bros. 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 Anyways, James Stewart was an actor and William Bros was a writer. So uh, they s- s- just put their names in there. I don't know. Fun fact. Whatever. That's all I got. Uh, Goobs, since we're not raging, are we going to jump into the rating <laughs> of this movie? <laughs> Let's jump right into the rating. <laughs> so... On the rating, we're going to give it a 1 to 10 on how good we thought it was overall. 1 being it's awful, don't ever watch this movie. 10 being best movie we've ever seen in our lives. And uh, Goobs, you're going to go first on this rating. What are you going to give it there, buddy? Well, truth be honest, I've watched this uh, 
a few times just because of complications. But anyways, <laughs> we uh, on my third time, I was on my weekend. And I like to partake in a certain little substance called cannabis because it's legal up here. And let me tell you, I laughed my fucking ass off. <laughs> I died laughing. As, as, it was just so stupid comedy. And like, you get in the mindset, like, because I didn't want to watch it again. I'm, I'll be honest. I'm like, okay, I've watched this twice before. But this time, I really fucking enjoyed myself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm not going to lie. So, if you're going to watch this movie and marijuana is legal in the state or country you live in, I highly suggest you partake in it if you like to partake in it. I'm not telling you to partake in it if you don't like to partake in it. <laughs> but if you are a stoner and you want to watch something fun for an hour and a half, I highly suggest this fucking stupid shit. Because... All the little one-liners that will kill you. A Bobo coming out and the tires screeching afterwards after he's already out of the fucking vehicle. I died at that. And, like, the spinach scene. There's so many different little things that I laughed and really enjoyed about. You get the whole action things. And, yes, I made the whole comparison earlier about uh, Warriors and Power Rangers. That's exactly what this is. So if you like both those things, you might enjoy this. Sure, it's a little dumbed down, a little older, but you gotta put yourself back in the mind frame you were when you first watched this. You gotta go back and like, okay, I'm watching a Double Dragon movie here, let's see what happens. Sure, the graphics uh, don't really hold up that much for some things, like when... <laughs> the fucking GPS stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I laughed at that. It's, it's, it was so funny. Or when he turns into fucking Paper Mario. It is, uh, it's so good. I really enjoyed this movie. I'm going to give it a fucking 6.5. No, I'm going to give it a 7. Okay. Okay. I enjoyed it. Like, the acting wasn't that great, but, like, it's such campy fun. And if you can't enjoy that, like... You need to reach your inner child and just really enjoy that shit because uh, the campiness of it all was great. And like the fight scenes were so fun and so chaotic. And like they did like stupid little jokes like throwing basketballs or nut shots or the mailman flying off the top of the silo <laughs> or all the gumball gag. Like it's all stupid kid shit. So he's got to put you in your mind like when you were when you first watched this and you're good, man. So much fun. I'm a solid seven for me. Okay. It's a. Uh, I thought I was gonna hate this movie a lot more than I did, to be honest with you, Toby. The first time around, like I watched it with Jenny, and then. Uh, did she hate it? No. <laughs> she liked it too. Like she didn't like love it. Like right. It's not something that you're like, oh, we should watch that again. We should watch. Yeah, it's but it was a one time. It's tolerable. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Okay, so it just you just got to remember it's a ninety stupid action comedy, as they called it a sci-fi for some fucking reason. Because I guess it's set in two thousand and seven. But yeah, that's the only sci-fi-ness about this stupid movie. <laughs> Don't call it stupid, Toby. I enjoyed this. <laughs> well, okay, and you're the one who wanted to watch this. Well, all right. Let me let me tell you what I how I feel about watching it. And I haven't watched it in a couple of years. It is one of those movies I do watch every couple of years. Again, I I told you I've watched this movie so many times. I own a copy of it. Uh, it's campy. It's '90s camp, and it's almost like if if someone was making a satire's '90 movie now. Uh, there's a movie called 
Turbo Kid. Uh, there's a movie called. Oh, I can't think of that. The, there's a couple of movies Kung that. Fury. Kung Fury, yes. Yeah, I'm glad you knew exactly what I was thinking. So there's a couple of like satire movies that I that make me feel like this movie. Now they weren't trying to be like one of these newer satire movies, but it feels like that. You know, it's it's just a it's a good time. It's got some funny stuff. Yeah, if you're paying real close attention to the plot, like you're gonna see the the holes, and that's what we try to poke out on this, just to make fun of it, and you know, like how it doesn't make sense that like is that chick their fucking sister is it who raised them how she worked with their dad like how old is she because she looks like she's their age there's a lot of like weird stuff that doesn't make sense like how the fucking medallion just happens to be in the same town as them and how they say oh the water's toxic but then they're swimming in it five minutes later you can poke holes through this entire movie the entire time but it is so much fun. It is like the Warriors meets Ninja Turtles meets Power Rangers, you know? It's I feel like it has the same excitement as the the Ninja Turtle fight scenes, you know? Uh, oh yeah. It, it, it's great. It, it's I wouldn't say that it's it's Ninja Turtles is on a much higher scale than oh, this movie. Hell yeah. But like the, the costumes of the turtles are like off the fucking chain. Yeah, turtles are just great. This movie is the poor man's Ninja Turtle. But if you were a kid at the time and you loved Double Dragon and you wanted to see a good video game movie, they're few and far fucking between, well, you know, let's be honest, at when this I, point. When I was a kid, like, I had no idea, like, what the story of Double Dragon really was. So, like, this was the story to me. Like, this, this and the cartoon. The cartoon, like, was the only, like, lore that I knew of Double Dragons. And this movie kind of mimics the cartoon. I can't remember which one came out first. I was I meant to look that up and write it down. But, like, the medallions give them powers. Like, they kind of mimicked each other. One, one mimicked the other. But So this was all I knew, and I loved it as a kid. And to be honest, I still love it now. So And I think I'm with you on the 7. I think I was leaning towards the 6.5, but... The more and more I started talking about it, I'm I'm like, you know what? I give this the a fact s- that I watch the same movie three times in a row speaks wonders for me because I I never do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a great movie, but it is it's fun. I feel like you could watch it with your kids, and it's goofy enough to just grab their attention, and uh, it's it's really fun to see the 2007 post-apocalyptic world, and <laughs> I don't know. There's there's something charming about it, and I I love it. It's it's definitely a movie I'll I'll probably watch in the future. Not anytime soon, but in the future. Well, if I see it on Blu-ray, I'll pick it up. Yeah, hundred percent. I I, I, uh, I, quite I enjoyed it. I don't think I would. Then again, I was super fucking stoned the last time I watched it. <laughs> I don't think I would watch like Street Fighter anytime soon, but this one I would watch this before I watch Street Fighter. Again. No, I watched Street Fighter before I watched this. You would? Well, depending on what I'm on. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say Bison's pretty good. You gotta, and then uh, Zangief is pretty funny too. I'd watch that just for those, but I think overall this is a better movie than the Street Fighter movie. Definitely more action, Lot, lots more action. Yeah, there's more fights and shit. Yeah, and and then you got a Bobo. <laughs> no more spinach. Then you got Blanca and the other one too. Ah, damn oh, it! Oh, a Bobo versus Blanca. I'm I'm for it. I need to see that matchup. I need to see it. Movie versions only. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like I like how they made a Bobo so stupid as well because you can easily just kick him off the 
the escalator, not the escalator, like the conveyor belt thing <laughs> in the game. He's like, Boop, see ya. Yeah. Yeah. He's just a big meathead, and they actually make him a giant meathead. <laughs> Who hates spinach? <laughs> ah, no more spinach. Oh. oh, man. Imagine his poops. <laughs> just vicious. Finish him. All right, so this is the part of the show where we're going to wrap everything up. Um, we're going to tell you all about BadSecretMedia.com and how you can go there to check out all of our other shows. But we also have a Patreon. You can go to Patreon. yeah, we do. Go to Patreon.com slash BadSecretMedia where you can support us and you can get all kinds of extra goodies, lots of uh, extra shows and stuff like that we got going on there. Um... We're going to shout out the patrons, Goobs, and we usually have a theme where you kind of give them nicknames or associate them with something. What do you got this episode? I got a adorable designer dog breeds. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's go random with it, man. Uh, yeah, I love it. Okay, so. Who doesn't love a cute fucking dog? Uh, yeah. and, and, all and Who our, doesn't love our patrons? I, I know say, I do. All our patrons are really cute, so that makes sense. Okay, so. To start off, we have Fat Shags. Oh, he's a golden doodle. We've got Molly. It's a golden retriever plus a poodle together. <laughs> uh, what about Molly Smith? She's a puggle, a pug plus a beagle. <laughs> uh, Trey Dishman. He is a labradoodle, labrador retriever plus a poodle. Everything's plus a poodle. Plus a poodle. Uh, Chris Copeland from the Retro Hangover Podcast. Oh, he's a cockapoo. <laughs> <laughs> the Cocker Spaniel plus a poodle. Uh, we've got Caleb. Caleb? Oh, I gotta fight. He's a Goldenor. Golden Receiver plus a Labrador. <laughs> nice, tall, strong breed. We've got Keith Gasper from the Main Quest Podcast. He is uh, Yorkie Poo. A Yorkie poo? Yeah, Yorkshire Terrier plus a poodle. <laughs> what about Martin Long? Martin Long is a, a multi poo. <laughs> a Maltese plus a miniature poodle. I just I thought it was gonna be like multiple. Like I thought it was gonna be. No, it's a, 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 a multi poo. Multi poo. And then last but not least, the masked llama. He's a Palmski man. Pomsky? A Pomeranian plus a Husky. A little tiny Husky, bro. <laughs> Those are our patrons. Again, you can go to patreon.com slash badsecretmedia and you can uh, support and become one of these uh, fine patrons supporting the show. You can get a silly nickname, I'll give you. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they, they're they silly. Sometimes they're weird. Yeah, this one was pretty good. Yeah, that was a good good in-between weird and silly. Uh, again, go to badsecretmedia.com, and you can find our other shows that we have done. and uh, all Fucking cockapoo. <laughs> all the links to all our stuff. Uh, we've got... Uh, uh, we've got Twitter. we got Facebook. We have Instagram. we got all the things. we got a TikTok, uh, all at Secret Levels Pod. Go like us on all your favorite social media thing. Thing. And basic meeting. Find all the fucking past episodes. We both have giant back catalogs. Yes. Of two shows plus this one. So if you love us, love the old ones. <laughs> yeah. Now, Goobs, 
There's a special place. Oh, is there ever a special place? And we had a few people come into this special place recently. I'm yeah. not talking about her buttholes. <laughs> I'm I talking am. about her hearts. Oh, yeah, that too. And her hearts of Discord. It's Home- a wonderful family. Home come is where join the, heart the is. motherfucking Discord. Be a part of the fam jam in there. We have tons of fucking different rooms, all different categories. If you want to talk about Drag Race, there's a fucking place for that. You want to talk about Animal Crossing? There's a fucking place for that. Want to talk about wrestling? There's a fucking place for that. There's a place for everything, and there's a place for every single one of you listeners. Please come join our Discord. Be part of one of our family. You'll get a huge, like, uproarous, like, applause when you come in. Everyone will welcome you with open arms, just like that fucking song by Journey. With arms wide open. I wanted to sing Creed. No, not Creed. I wanted to sing Creed. I know you said Journey. I wanted to sing... With arms wide open. I was like, here I am with open arms. I think that's Journey. Anyway, we didn't reach our, our singing quota in this episode, so we had to. No, we definitely didn't. <laughs> we had I'm to squeeze that in, there. in that. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, please come join the Fam Jam. We play uh, Smash Brothers every Friday night. We play other things too. And there was like now a thing that's exclusive discord podcast that only on discord that some of our discord members do from time to time it's quite a thing come check it out (laughs) i wish they would record it nope it's never gonna be recorded it cannot be recorded oh geez that's just how it is if you (laughs) want to be a part of these special special episodes Come join the Discord. I normally jump in on them, and they're <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the the link to the Discord is in the show notes, so just go click on the show notes and uh, click that little linky-poo. It's the and... best way to get in contact with me and Toby, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Or you can it, hit me up on all the other social media. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, you can hit me up on shit, too, because I'm GoobsWN. But if you want to talk to us, it's the best way to talk to us. Yep, yep. And like-minded people that love old video games and goofy shit, it's it's a and good time. Dirty jokes and horse cocks. <laughs> uh, Goobs, if you want to support the show in another way, what can you do besides leaving a review on iTunes, which we would love doing? Yeah, we'd love to give you. Well, we'd love to give you a hug, but we'd love you if you gave us five stars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah we uh, can't give a hug right now. I can give like a social distance hug. Like that way, but that's cool too. But uh, yeah, we'd love a rating on that. Or you can go to oh, fuck's sakes, <laughs> you can go to tpublic.com slash user slash secret levels and get one of our beautiful t shirts and put on one of your beautiful chests. That's right, or you can get a whole tapestry. Why not put us on your wall? Or yeah. you can cut a tapestry apart and make it underwear. Yeah. I don't know. Does T Public have underwear? No, but I mean, you could always like buy a t shirt and then like wrap it like a, di- a diaper. Somehow. Hell yeah. <laughs> Get stinky with it. Get stinky and, uh, you know, fulfill your uh, your diaper fetishes. Yeah. We're not here to judge. No, no. We, I support it. We'll, 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 wait, we'll wait here while you order one and then tie it up as a diaper. <laughs> We're just waiting. We're just waiting. Oh, looks sweet, man. I like the way you did that. Yeah, it looks real good. I, I, I didn't uh, expect I wouldn't mind that. if you typed that uh, ball bag in a little bit, though. Yeah, it's hanging out to the side right there. I can see your sack. Yeah. You, and, know, uh, you know there's one the, woman the, listening the, that's that left like... left lip, too, for the female listeners. Just 
tuck that in as well. Yeah, please. You cut that t-shirt a little too close. This is more like a thin line of string, not really covering much of anything. <laughs> <laughs> Let's end this. <laughs> Game over, folks. <laughs> BadSecretMedia.com